look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popwich. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Faisal. Um, interesting week, my friend. Super interesting, and it feeds into a very interesting show. Yes. Right? Um, we'll talk about the, the week a little bit, but you know what? We're going to spend um, some of today's show talking about why surgeons don't do surgery on their own family members. <laughs> That's what okay. we're going to talk about. Well, not really. Well, not, kind not of. exactly. Kind of, though. What, what did, which I think what you're trying to get across is that, you know, managing your own money or money of, of family members who are close to you um, can, can be a problem. Um, we're not saying that you should not do it on your, by yourself, but there's some science behind this. It's called behavioral finance, and, and it's, it's all about how we react to things like volatility in the market, right. like our own money, um, what we benchmark or compare our portfolios too. Um, it's in a in a world where maximizing returns uh, is is where people are focused on. Some people are focused on. It's very difficult for them to take a step back and say, "What's the real reason why they're doing this?" And um, and, and then you can end up getting hurt really badly uh, when when you when you get caught up in this. Well, in the emotion, that's right. So we're going to have um, a New York Times best-selling author, psychologist, a behavioral finance expert, Dr. Daniel Crosby, walk us through some of the problems. Right? Why do we get ourselves uh, in into these kind of binds that we've heard about? Um, how do we emotionally respond to ups, downs in the markets, and so on and so forth? Really interesting. I think you you definitely want to stick around. This I want to mention that this is you know this show today we're going to talk about the biggest way people lose money in their portfolios. And I'm not talking about down. Right. I'm talking about loss, like permanent loss. Right. We have seen people step out of the strategy and lose money. And that can change their retirement. That right. can change their financial future. That can change their, their, their lifestyle. Those are big, big, big issues. And I think if people listen to this show, they're going to hear the number one way of losing money or not making enough for your retirement. And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. And you know, we're also going to continue the conversation um, around context of the money, right? Yeah. Um, some really interesting research that uh, suggests that if we are clear on the goals we're trying to achieve, right? And I won't, no spoiler alert here, right? Or in, or in terms of giving it away, I won't steal the thunder, but I'm going to talk about ways that you can visually remind yourself about what I'm trying to accomplish and why. Because it, it's hard. You get lost. You forget. You have a long day, right? You come home. It's, you can get distracted easily off these things, Correct. right? So a discipline, an easy way to remind yourself about what this money's supposed to do for you. Correct. And then personal benchmarking, right? Yeah. We're going to continue to do education around this and personal benchmark so that people understand it's about, again, context. What's this money supposed to do? That's what I'm trying to earn a return for. Don't take many more or any less risk than you need to in order to achieve those results. <laughs> Let's 
kind of touch quickly what happened this week in the markets yeah. and and where this is all leading to today's show. Right. I think when we talk about one of the biggest risks that we were mentioning uh, for 2018 was global trade war. Yep. Uh, our friends down south, the administration and Donald Trump decided to uh, uh, talk about potential trade issues with China. Mm. Uh, well, now you're dealing with the second largest economy in the world. Um, that scared the market. I believe that was on Thursday. Uh, we saw four 500-point drops in the Dow Jones again. Well, lots of travel, like up and down and up and yeah. down. And Currency just, yeah. went up in Canada versus the U.S. dollar because NAFTA looks better. There's all these different things that are happening, and it's causing concern because if you look at the year-to-date numbers of the markets, people are saying, am I going to make enough this year or did I miss out? Is it, everything going to collapse? These these are fears that are coming out now yeah. in conversation. And some are, are still looking back at the previous one, two, three years and saying, I still want those returns, even though the, today's a little bit of a different view than it was last year or the year before. Yeah, you know, it's um, yeah, it's interesting. I think that the uh, the conversation around multiple trade fights is really is concerning the market. Yes, the Chinese, a big economy, don't get me wrong. What's the retaliation going to be if there's going to be any, uh, for sure. But you've got the Trump administration, uh, whether it's negotiating or, you know, these are the initial salvos of a global trade war remains to be seen. But i got to tell you, the market has responded to it. They're looking at, they're building in geopolitical risk. I did some research this week, Faisal, around what's the, you know, what's the impact if we get into a global trade war? And I looked at some Bloomberg research that came out. And they say it could, uh, by 2020, this could take off $470 billion of, um, of global GDP. $470 billion. That's in the context, the best numbers I could get, uh, most accurate, was 2014 census data of about $107 trillion global market. Right? So we're talking about a half a percent, wiping out a half a percent of potential uh, business worldwide, right, and a trend and a slowing trend. Explain what that half a percent is in in, act, in in magnitude, because when you say the word half a percent, it doesn't sound like a lot. Well, think in terms of global GDP growth, right? Depending on what number you want to pick, let's for easy math say on average we're th between three and three and a half percent. Take a half a percent away from that on percentage terms. These are big numbers. These are ten, twelve, fifteen percent slowdowns. Right? Correct. Um, and it's a good point. Put it in context because. That can, um, that's what the market's reacting to, right? There's real concern that, that we could see global, if global trade uh, narrows and we move to protectionism, that the overall impact will slow global growth. Correct. And, and what, what hurts us is where we're situated here in Alberta and the impacts of global trade war, um, how it slows down what we are. We're an export-based uh, economy, yeah, yeah. And, and it's going to slow us down. It's going to make... Um, Potentially, Alberta worse than it is, and it's not because of any government here in Canada. It's just it is the environment. Sometimes you get a snowfall, even though you're you're in a warm area, and, right. and it happens. And so, you know, we've had a tough go here in Alberta. You still look in Calgary downtown, and you still see those vacancies, and you still see home prices not taken off. And it doesn't feel like we're moving forward to all that uh, intense purposes, but it's it's going to be a a bit of a concern, I think. Um, it does hit home in this case uh, here in Calgary and, and, and in Alberta. You know what I found interesting? Uh, just stick on this, this global trade for just a minute, and then we can talk maybe about the Fed a little bit, U.S. Fed. But uh, I was reporting on Amazon um, sales numbers and cross-border sales for Amazon, Yep. right? Um, so an acceleration in the most recent quarter of, of sales across the entire platform was about 31%. Mm -hmm. Cross-border transactions increased by 50%. So more and more companies are selling cross-border. That doesn't just mean U.S. to Canada. 
It could mean Canada, the U.S., Canada, Europe, whatever the case may be, through their marketplace, through their, yeah. their platform, yeah. right? The, so the biggest opportunity that Amazon has, the biggest online retailer in the world, is cross-border transactions. Even Alibaba, same right. thing, because they're out in Asia, and they're right. showing, and even in parts of Africa. Africa-China right. trade is going crazy. Right. Crazy. American business is going crazy, too, right? We saw lots of examples of letters being sent to the White House expressing concern about global trade wars. It's, it's going to impact if this gets, I believe, this is my view only, uh, that there's going to be a lot more bark than there is bite. Yeah. I think this is part of the... Uh, the negotiation right. st strategy of the Trump administration. And again, they're not the only ones feeling this Correct. way. There are many, many countries around the world that feel the exact same way. So we have to be prepared and understand that this could be a lot more noise than news. And it might have a lot of volatility. But again, the your your emotional reaction to your money based upon what you read or hear or see uh, may have a, a negative impact. Yeah. And we'll just maybe very quickly touch on the Fed. I know we're running out of time for this segment, but the uh, the quarter the U.S. Fed did increase rates uh, by a quarter point. That was uh, widely expected and 100% priced into the market. Not the issue. Uh, maybe a little bit more hawkish in terms of language. Uh, so that came out on Wednesday. We did see market trading uh, positive ahead of the news, and we've ended in negative territory on on Wednesday, Faisal. And I think that's in response to um, you know a, a potential further increased, moved from two to three potential rate increases in 2019. So think about this issue, and really quickly, we've got less than a minute. If interest rates rise in the U.S., global slowdown because of, let's use global trade because that's the topic du jour, you could have what's called an inverted yield curve where mm -hmm. long-term rates start to fall because people are scared, so they're buying bonds. Interest rates today go up. An inverted yield curve is a primary um, well, indicator, one, of the, one, one of, the, of the indicators yeah. of a potential recession. Right. And so this is a concern. I've said time and time again publicly, we have a one in five or 20 percent probability of a global recession. Right. This is not recession free zone here. Right. And so this is one issue. And it's not 2018. I think it's 2019. Yeah. OK. Uh, a bold prediction, uh, and we'll continue to watch as that plays out and keep you guys informed. Now, we've got a seminar coming up here, uh, my friend. We should remind everybody about that. Yeah, how do you put all this together and still profit and protect to bulletproof your retirement? We'll discuss that on Tuesday, April 24th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethemoneyradio.com. Stick around after the break, and we'll talk about the number one reason how you could lose money after the break. You're on 770 CHQR and more than money. David Popowich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popowich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.